the American experiment has gone wrong somewhere. We have universities mandating a faux vaccine with little legislative pushback. The people are upset and they can't get an elected official to talk to them. And judges are now giving porn back to addicts. That should be in a loony bin. The founding fathers would be rolling over in their graves if they saw what people today think freedom is. Slavery is the new freedom. So let's get super free under the technocrats, the bureaucrats, and the metocrats. I'm Anon Don. And I'm Jim Cooper. And this is the Holmes Politicast. Oh, yeah. Jim can't hear it. Unfortunate. That's that was the opening. Yep, we just went. We just played the oh. opening. So, we are starting. Uh, me and Jim are doing a show together. Uh, we know you love us, so <laughs> we're we're getting together to pool our uh, limited brain resources here. Um, I don't got much, so Jim's bringing the bulk of it. Um, <laughs> so we are going to get started here. I know I put just put a lot of pressure on Jim to bring all the the brain sickles. Um, so. The first thing I think we're going to talk about, because I mean, this is a big thing, I think, uh, Afghanistan. Um, well, I mean, it's not the big thing. It's the big thing going on in the world, I think, right now. Right. Um, I mean, besides the, the vaccine mandates and stuff, which... There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Have you seen, like, in Italy, they're burning their vaccine passports? And, like, Australia, they had, like, 24,000 children running through a stadium all to get vaccinated. <sighs> Yeah, they were like being escorted by police and nurses, and it's just getting crazy. It is. Australia is basically a prison again. Remember, they used to—that's how Australia was founded, you know. Yeah, they were prisoners. They sent they sent prisoners down there into the land of nothing. Yep. And now. And now full we're circle. It's full circle. They're, they're prisoners again. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, uh, we've uh, have you? So I don't want to say their names. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it would hurt to say their names, but yeah, we've got a couple of missionaries in Australia and they're like, they were telling us that like people can't leave their homes. Like oh, yeah. if you, if you're out in your, or out of your home, you can be arrested. People like, um, I think they had, uh, a bunch of protesters arrested. Oh really? I think like 240 protesters arrested oh, in Australia. Goodness. So, um, yeah. So Afghanistan, um, let's see. No, not that one. But everybody's gonna see all our uh, all our articles because oh. I'm flipping through them all. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. um, and not not only is are things going horribly wrong in Afghanistan, um, but now we're we're gonna be taking on some of those refugees. Uh, so we turn to our first article here from the Detroit Free Press. Um, I hope I'm not. I I think I am just sitting out of screen. All right, that's fine. <laughs> So, if you want to read through some of this one, we'll just uh, discuss it here a little bit. You talking to me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. I didn't know if you were talking to the viewer. Uh, you were telling them to read through it. Yes. I, that too, but... As the U.S. continues to evacuate Americans and allies from Afghanistan, local resettlement agencies are preparing for refugees to arrive in Michigan. Officials with two Michigan-based groups that help refugees, Samaritas and Bethany Christian Services, told the Free Press on Friday that they are expecting refugees to arrive, but that they do not know how many or when. We are deeply saddened and concerned about what is happening in Afghanistan, said Mahela Mitrofan, 
director at Samaritus, which is headquartered in Troy. We are committed to be part of this life-saving work, and we are ready to serve the refugees. Mitrofan said her office has been receiving calls from Afghan families in Michigan who want to help and are worried about loved ones in their native land and after it was taken over this month by the Taliban. Taliban, however you pronounce it. Michigan has about 700 residents with roots in Afghanistan, a small number compared with other groups in the region, according to a 2019 census data. At Samaritus, hate calls are coming in, unfortunately, from people angry over the refugees arriving, Mitrofan said, but they are amazingly overcome by the offers to help with others. So, uh... So that that was the the main thing that I was looking at, like, because um, because Michiganders are upset that these refugees are coming in. Uh, oh my goodness! Well, you turned your phone off. I didn't turn mine off. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I imagine. I mean, it, it's just a bad situation. You're going to be flooded all over the country with a lot of different people, and um, yeah, so it's it's rough. Yeah, I mean, and have you seen like? Um, pictures, video of any of like the the refugees. I've seen some, uh, yeah. I would Filled say with young men. It's weird. It's weird that these young men don't want to stay and fight in their own country for their own freedom. Yeah, yeah. It's really odd. I I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. But, so, yeah. so, your opinion, just uh, real quick. Uh, Donald Trump's fault. Joe, Joe Biden seemed to think it was Donald yeah, Trump's fault. Uh, of course, he's going to blame it. Of course, Donald Trump. yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, you can't really blame it on Trump. I mean, he started the process certainly, you know, because he wanted to get us out. But yeah, there was plenty of time if there were problems with because I don't know what Trump's plan was exactly. I mean, obviously, they would know. There was enough time for him to change if he saw mistakes. Yeah, in Trump's plan, if he's like, well. This is what Donald Trump wanted to do, but if we do that, this is going to cause this problem, so let's fix it. You can't just be like, well, there's Donald Trump's plan. We'll just do whatever he said, theoretically. And then when everything goes bad, it wasn't me. It was him. You had time. This isn't. It'd be different if this was like a week or two after he took office. Then it's like, well, you know, he may not have had time to really, you know, to really look at it and see what's going to happen to take over, but he had seven months. This... You can't blame it on Trump at all. This is just all on him. He knew we were leaving. Yeah. You know, um, You know. I think I might have said that a few weeks ago. It's not like he came up with the policy last week and then he's implementing it. You know, we knew since January that he's going to be pulling out. He knew since May when yep. they, were, they were sending out those evacuation orders to all Americans. Yeah. Saying, leave Afghanistan. Get out. It's going to be horrible. You know, it's, you know. Everyone knew. Yeah. And yet, he was going on TV. Oh, of course, he had his ice cream tour. Well, of course. Touring the nation and stopping at all the ice cream shops around the country during this time. And telling people that this isn't going to be like Saigon. You're not going to have people... That's what I was waiting for. Trying to get on the the planes at the last minute. Oh, it's going to be peaceful. It's going to be wonderful. Just going to go very smoothly. It's going to be a smooth smooth transition. And now, what, 13 service members are dead? 13 at last yeah. count. Yeah. yeah. And over 100 innocent civilians. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got over 10,000 Americans still in Afghanistan. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I have no idea what they were thinking. Yeah. Who was in charge of this? I 
Someone needs to resign or be fired. Yeah. I know I saw that there's a lot of calls for Biden to resign. Well, there are. Um, I don't know how how much that's going to benefit us. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I mean, you, you have to have a certain amount of character, I think, to resign. You know, like, and I don't think Biden will resign over this. No. You know, uh, I mean... Because that, that, I mean, that, that'd be huge if yeah. someone messed up this badly and said, you know what, I screwed up, you deserve better. I mean, I'd have a lot of respect for a person like that. Yeah. But I don't think he would. But if he's not going to resign, he needs to start firing people or calling for resignation, saying, you know, that whoever, the head of the CIA, the general, somebody, he needs to say, I'm making this right. I'm taking control right now. That was a debacle. And we're distancing ourselves from it. I'm getting rid of everybody who was a part of that decision starting fresh. It would at least look like he's taking some responsibility and, you know, being a leader and doing something about it. Even if it was all his fault, it still looks like he's decisive, you know. Yeah. I'm firing the people who did this. Someone's going to pay for this. Those 13 people, you know, they're going to have justice. Someone's going to hang for this, theoretically. Yeah. Instead, he just acts like, oh, this isn't a walk in the park. This is an average day. I, I think the problem with him actually trying to, like, pin it on his underlings is that, like, all the underlings were telling him not to do it. Like, well, that is a problem, but yeah. But I just, I mean, those are the only two options I see for him. Is he's got to resign, but if he's not going to do that, then he needs to find a scapegoat. Yeah. And say it's their fault. Fire them. I'm firing them. Everything's good now. We can stop talking about it because well, I took care of. Well, it. he tried that with Trump. He he tried that. He tried yeah. get, making Trump the scapegoat and firing him, but yeah. uh, people have not moved on yet. So I saw Peter Ducey was grilling him um, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Today, uh, I, I don't it was, know. He, he was hanging his head. I didn't see him today, so I think it was yesterday. Yeah, because I saw I saw some pictures of him. Yeah, like that kind of hanging his head, and yeah. yeah, yeah, he was quite exasperated. Um, so Whitmer looks like she's supporting uh, the refugees. Yeah. Um, late Friday, Governor Gretchen Whitmer released a statement in support of welcoming Afghan refugees. As Afghanistan families flee violence and political persecution, it is our duty and honor to welcome them that the fundamental Michigan spirit of friendliness. Whitmer said, the state of Michigan embraces the opportunity to welcome Afghan families as they find new homes to begin their lives. See, that's the problem is they're not Afghan families. They're just a bunch of young men that are stuffing the place. So it's it just yeah. seems like more more posturing. from. Yeah, uh, it's, if they were families and young kids and things, I could understand that. But just having a bunch of men coming over here, uh, you don't know. I'm not trying to be difficult, but they're not vetted. We don't know who they are. Yeah. How could you? They could easily sneak, you know, terrorists in among them. Easily. You know, and and they'd be flown here. Uh, yeah, I just think that's ridiculous. And is there any doubt that if Trump was doing this, Whitmer would not be wanting Afghanistan's? Af- whatever, Afghanistanis, whatever they're called. Afghans. Yeah. Afghans here. She'd be complaining that, you know, Trump's being irresponsible. You know, I, you know, it just, the whole thing would be completely different if Trump was still in office and this Afghan thing went around. I mean, you know that last week Nancy Pelosi would have had articles of impeachment ready. Oh, yeah. They would have been impeached a third time. Oh, yeah. They would have, they would have gone again for impeachment. It would have been, I mean, the news really has covered this 
more than I expected them to, like even the liberals on CNN and MSNBC. But yeah, you know they they aren't being as harsh with him as they would have with Trump, but they're still covering it, which I'm thankful for that part. Yeah, still talking about how it's a disaster. But but man, if this had been Trump, this would be all over. I mean, it would it would be. Oh yeah, national national disaster, national emergency. Is the worst president in history. Can you you know? Can you even imagine these people died? Those thirteen men or service people. I don't know if they're all men. Those thirteen service people. The blood is on his hands. Write their names down. These he's a murderer. You yep. Know? And um, you know, it just would have been like a hundred times worse from the media. Not the situation wouldn't have been worse, but the. The media's reaction would have been a hundred times worse. That this is a war crime. This is—I mean—they would have just gone on. And yeah. With Biden, some of the more liberal stations are just kind of like, "Well, it was some bad decisions and all this," and and you know he misstated some things early on. They said, and I thought, "Isn't that called a lie?" I remember when Trump did it; it was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> Trump lied, and people died because of his lies. Now it was like, well. What Biden said back in July, they were just kind of misstatements about, you know, okay, yeah, I, I, I know how you play the game, but. Yep. They control the narrative and they, they want to keep on controlling it. And that's, I mean, and that's, that's a, a, a perfect reason for us to exist because. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We know what happens. So I don't want, I don't complain too much because it's not, doesn't accomplish anything. Exactly. They're going to do it anyway. They're going, we all know it. There's a liberal bias. We just live with it, but. Oh yeah, yep. But yeah, um, and that's why you should be sharing us. Uh, you know, yeah. Quit, quit uh, giving Detroit Free Press clicks. Quit giving <laughs> them your money. Um, get some news that doesn't hate you. All right. So I think we have covered Afghanistan. Yeah, there's um, not really much more to say about that. No, I mean, it's just you know you say uh, there's not a big enough word for it. Yeah, that debacle is you know, but it's it's worse than that. In fact, the military has some terms for it, but they're not they're not. <laughs> Yeah, they're not, not going to be used. Right, right, yeah. Um, not fit for, for radio or television. Absolutely. But that is probably more likely what we would call it. But yeah. how, what else can we say? I mean, it, it's just such a disaster. Yep. But, yep. Okay, so what's the story So now? we're moving into the United States from over in Afghanistan. Um, everybody knows, or everybody I'm sure has heard that uh, Ron DeSantis basically gave a blanket ban on mask mandates he uh basically he tried to uh um i think he did an executive order that uh mask mandates were not allowed in the state um so yeah you know what this article might actually cover all of that you want to start on this one okay yeah florida school districts can legally require their students to wear masks to prevent the spread of COVID-19, a judge ruled Friday, saying Governor Ron DeSantis overstepped his authority when he issued an executive order banning such mandates. Leon County Circuit Judge John C. Cooper agreed with a group of parents who claimed in a lawsuit that DeSantis's order is unconstitutional and cannot be enforced. The governor's order gave parents the sole right to decide if their child wears a mask at school. Cooper said DeSantis' order is without legal authority. His decision came after a three-day virtual hearing and after 10 Florida school boards voted to defy DeSantis and impose mask mandates with no parental opt-out. 
Districts that have done so include Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, West Palm Beach, and others. Cooper's ruling will not go into effect until it is put into writing, which the judge asked the parents' lawyers to complete by Monday. Cooper said that while the governor and others have argued that a new Florida law gives parents the ultimate authority to oversee health issues for their children, it also exempts government actions that are needed to protect public health and are reasonable and limited in scope. He said a school district's decision to require student masking to prevent the spread of the virus falls within that exemption. Huh. The law doesn't ban mask mandates at all, Cooper said during a two-hour hearing that was conducted online because of the resurgent pandemic. It doesn't require that a mask mandate must include a parental opt-out at all. The judge also noted that two Florida Supreme Court decisions from 1914 and 1939 found that individual rights are limited by their impact on the rights of others. For example, he said adults have the right to drink alcohol, but not to drink drive drunk because that endangers others. There is a right to free speech, but not to harass or threaten others or yell fire in a crowded theater, he said. So, wow. Um, it's So it's interesting how they keep on they keep on making these arguments, mm-hmm. um, saying that the legis- or that the executive branch, when it's the health department, they can make laws, they can mm-hmm. set policy, they can restrict our rights, but our legislative bodies can't, and the head of the executive branch cannot. That it's it's weird that we keep on getting these situations where the head of the executive branch is underneath his employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It boggles my mind that papers aren't pointing this out more. Because here I am, just some schmuck from Grand Valley State University, you know, going through the music education program. And I can see that the head of a branch should probably be over top of, in authority, the people that are hired in that branch. Right. It doesn't take a lot of brain power to figure that out, but obviously there's not a lot of combined brain power. In our press right now, I don't yeah, think. I, I just don't understand either, like you said. They can give guidance and counsel to the governor of what they think. Yeah. And then it's the governor's job to inf- uh, to enforce it or whatever. Execute? Execute. That's Ex- what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, or not execute it, depending on the governor's judgment. But they don't... I don't see how the health department has the authority just arbitrarily to override the governor or just make decisions by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what I don't understand. Like like you said, I mean, the governor is the highest um, position elected official. Mm-hmm. Or he's the highest position and he's elected by the people. Yeah. You know, in he's the, the people's representative. Right. So I don't understand how the CDC or any of these health things um are able to just issue these things and the governor is just, well, I can't do anything. I don't know why you couldn't. Yeah. You know, I mean. See, and here's what I don't get is, uh, you know, when when Michigan's health director wouldn't go along and play ball, he just got fired, got a bunch of hush money, and we got a new health director. Right. Why doesn't, I mean, obviously, DeSantis can't get away with that. He's a Republican. So the media would have his his rear end on a platter. Right. um, If he even tried that, but. I mean, I, we're just you know chasing our, chasing our tails right now. Uh, we we can't expect cons- consistency right. or 
um, logic from the media. Um, so it, I just I saw this this next couple uh, paragraphs, and we're gonna have a field day on the next one. So uh, we don't have the right because exercising the right in that way is harmful or potentially harmful to other people. Uh, so yeah. I'm just going to finish it. Cooper said, he added that the law is, quote, full of examples of rights that are limited when the good of others would be adversely affected by those rights. In the same vein, he said, school boards can reasonably argue that masks with students endanger the health of other students and teachers. Now, that goes against everything the CDC says. Um, or, or or at least it did five months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, children were a low vector of spread. They're not, you know, spreading the disease. Um I mean, and we see with our own eyes, very few children are in the hospital. Very few children have died. It seems like the media is still doing the same thing that Grand Valley State University is doing. Um, we've had the same exact thing where we have mandates come down. We have a town hall. I, I covered the town hall last week um, on the show and, you know, just talked about, I mean, number one, all the the, the outright lies that they told. Um, the misinformation that they're giving. You know, they're making it seem as though this virus is going to particularly affect college students. They're making it seem like you're in a lot more danger than you think you are. And I look around this campus, I don't see a bunch of people, you know, cowering in fear, terrified of a virus. I see a bunch of people complying, going along to get along. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, again, I look at the statistics. I don't see a bunch of children in hospitals um, dying. I don't... It, it just... What they're telling us, in the same vein, he said, school boards can reasonably argue that maskless students endanger the health of other students and teachers. How is it that we've got a judge in the United States, or in the in Florida's Supreme Court, that thinks that a ma- a student without a mask covering his face is a danger to other people? I I just I yeah. you know I, I I said in the opening you know our American experience experiment has gone we've gone off the rails somewhere um it's like a mad scientist has taken over our experiments yeah know? yeah it is it's like it's like yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna test this out we're gonna yeah. throw a bunch of pieces of cloth yeah. over a bunch of students and you yeah. know we'll see how this goes oh my goodness it's effective look at that uh and there's no real data i mean we've got data suggesting that masked areas don't do any better with coronavirus spread than other you know unmasked areas um, I don't know if you've seen that study. I could. Uh, I haven't seen the study, but I've just I've just used my common sense. You know, like yeah, I mean, we've seen California and New York had this this largest mask mandates. You know, certainly before Michigan. Yeah. New York City and California, and it's it's running rampant. Yeah. They they have or everything was in lockdown. Los Angeles is still back in lockdown. Yep. And they had the strictest in the entire country. And yet, you know, they they were, you know, if masks were making a difference, then there wouldn't have been. It's like the gun control issue, you know, when they, you know, ban guns in Chicago or, and then or Washington D.C. and those are the highest crime rates. You know, it's the same thing here. Like they, they introduce everyone has to wear a mask. Everyone has to be social distance. You can't have more than people this amount of people together. And yet, those are the places where the most viruses are are at. You know, yeah, they're the ones that are most dangerous. So I don't understand it at all. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense in my mind. Mm-hmm. 
that in itself doesn't make any sense. But then why you would double down? Okay, everyone has to wear a mask, but every the cases are getting larger, so we're going to double down maybe two masks. I mean, it, yeah, it, it just... Like, why do you just keep digging the hole? At some point, you realize that this isn't effective. Like, the mask isn't effective. Yeah. So, but they, they keep going deeper. Okay, well, okay, maybe two masks now. Yeah. Oh, maybe you need three masks. You know, pretty soon, maybe you need a gas mask. Or, yep. You know. You need a full hazmat suit. Right, you know. Yeah. You, 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 it's you, not an imposition on your freedom. Come on, right. just, just put the... Just put the dang suit on, Jeff. Come on. We may need to lock everybody into a little cell. Yep. Away from everybody, yep. so that you know. I mean, it, solitary confinement. Yeah, it just it just keeps getting worse, and I just don't understand it. Like, I, I just don't get why they keep doubling down and going further instead of saying this isn't effective. Um. So let's. It's a violation of people's rights. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if it was effective, they might have some argument. Like I wouldn't agree with it, but there might be some people who would say. It's, it works, you know, yeah. like, like the drunk driving example that they used here. That Okay, yeah, it's a violation of your rights, but for the good of everybody, let's let's do this. But it's not for the good, it doesn't do anything, Yeah. apparently. So that, you know, so I don't understand why they're looking it's, at this thing. It's not working, so there's no point in continuing it because it's a violation of people's rights. You yeah. know, if, if it was working, then maybe they could say, you know, we have to balance these two issues. It's effective, but it is kind of a violation. We have to find a happy medium, but it doesn't work. It's. I would say it's less like saying you can't drive drunk, and it's more like saying everybody's got to drive ten miles per hour because if you go much over that, you could potentially die. Well, yeah, that's yeah, probably but, a better example. But the chances are so minuscule. Like, right. and actually, um, you know, I've, I've heard quite a few people mm-hmm. cite the statistics from car accidents. Right. Uh, it is considerably more dangerous mm-hmm. for you to get in your car and come over to my apartment to do this show than it is for you to get COVID. Right. Um, yeah. Statistically speaking, it is just more dangerous. So, and actually, um, that brings us to our next article. Uh, <laughs> nice segue. Ni- ni- a nice segue. Uh, speaking of things that aren't working, uh, the CDC says the COVID nineteen vaccination effectiveness fell from ninety one percent to sixty six percent with the Delta variant. Now, um, I don't know if you've seen the CDC also reported in uh, in a a town in I think Washington. Um, that actually it's that's citing that uh, report yeah right here do 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 it cites the report somewhere in here I think it's this one a study just published huh. oh no this is this is the frontline workers one um there's one. There's one. There's a town in Washington, I believe, um, that had like. No, all right. I'm not gonna get to it <laughs> right now. Uh, I will. I'll, I'll actually send it to you because I think it's interesting, um, and I'll show you the website. Bef- actually, you know what? I'm just gonna show it to you now. So, and I'm gonna show all of our listeners t- uh, the same thing. So, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Dr. Dan Stock. Uh, we've we've covered him. He's a pediatrician. He talks about uh, he he went in front of a school board and he talked about all of these things like the masks aren't working. They're stupid. Oh, um, he talked I did about, hear about him, but I didn't know his name. Okay. Yeah. So that's Dr. Dan Stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on getting him on my show. Uh, I've called him, um, and he's he said he would get back to me, but he's got a lot of interview requests sure right now. Does, yeah. 
So this study that uh, he cited within, oh my goodness, I can't, there it is, uh, Barnstable County, Massachusetts. I was way off Washington. So On the other side of the country. Yeah. What are you thinking? So um, it's, it's an interesting study in that uh, it was like 76% of the people, okay, among, among the 469 cases in Massachusetts residents, 74% occurred in persons who were fully vaccinated. Among these, okay, 87% were male, with the median age being 42 years. So that's And that's the median age. Mm-hmm. So that means that there's a lot either right. above and below, mm-hmm. or, you know, most of the people are right in that age range. And that's not the age range that we've seen be most affected yeah. by this. Um, let's see. Among persons with breakthrough infections. So among the... So among these uh, 346 that were fully vaccinated, because that's what happens when you get a breakthrough infection, 79% reported signs or symptoms, uh, most common being cough, headaches, sore throat, um, myalgia, and fever. Um, do, 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 no deaths were reported. Um, but, I mean, this... Uh, 74% occurred in fully vaccinated. Um so we we're getting this we're getting this these all these reports coming out of uh, oh my gosh there's such a spike there's there's so many people getting getting coronavirus now and it's all young people mm-hmm. why is it all young people why are we getting a bunch of pe- young people with symptoms yeah. now and the delta variant is supposed to be weaker right it's supposed to spread more quickly that, that okay that's true yeah and and generally it's- viruses that spread more easily are less deadly yeah, I think I think you're right about that. If I had a virologist on to confirm that, I would love it. I've actually invited Doctor Habiba Hasuna from Spectrum Health. That would uh, be nice to get a doctor, yeah, a virologist, yeah, on here. Yep, but uh, that's that's hard to do, and it's hard to get one that won't yeah. lie to us. So yeah. that that's the tough part. Yeah, that is the tough part. But uh, I mean, all these these this the, I don't think this vaccine is working. In fact, I think it may be doing more damage than it is good. Um, because so, Doctor Habiba Hasuna in the GDSU town hall said that if you have too strong of immune resist, uh, of an immune system, you can get a cytokine storm as an immune response, and that will actually enlarge your heart, the pericardium. Uh, uh, enlarge kind of storm. A cytokine storm. Cytokine. Yeah, and there's been a lot of people talking about these cytokine storms and people mm. with strong immune systems, mm. but Jim, what is the purpose of a vaccine? To prevent. To keep you from being sick or dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It boosts your immune system. Boosts your immune system, yes. That's... So if, if young people are getting cytokine storms, mm-hmm. it seems to me, you know, I just want to make sure that my thinking here is right. It seems to me that possibly if we're boosting the immune systems of a bunch of young people and then we're getting a bunch of hospitalizations of young people, maybe we should stop. So There could be a correlation. There could be a correlation. Yeah, yeah. there could at there's least, definitely at least it's be. worth looking into. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, it's it just seems like we shouldn't be having a spike in respiratory infections in the mm. middle of summer. We are still in the middle of summer. It is. It is odd. It's hot. It's it is really hot. It's one of the hottest I remember. Yeah, it's so hot. It's been like eighty degrees yeah. every single day for the past like month. Mm-hmm. But we've got a spike in COVID. It's weird. Especially it's, in the South, where it's even worse 
down there with the humidity yeah. than it is up here. I mean, and and the, the more highly po- vaccinated a population is, mm-hmm. it seems the higher their spike is going. So, um, and that, I mean, that kind of brings us around full circle to like, what, what is, I mean, what are we doing here in Michigan? Um, we were, again, like, just like this, this Florida guy is telling us, you know, oh, we've, we're, you know, you, you, your kids are at much bigger risk without a vaccine and a mask. Well, that's not what I'm seeing. Right. Um, and I really think parents should make that decision. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, well, I just don't understand why other people are making decisions for our kids. Um, let's see. M Live is what I want. So, actually, uh, uh, yeah, this one was from 22. Okay, so this is the right one. Nope, that's not the right one. Um, Racial County Board. So, you you mentioned, uh, is this it? August 26th. Yeah, I think this is it. Okay, yep, this is the one. All right, so you mentioned parents, yeah. and parents are speaking up. Every time, so I I've, I, uh, I talked with um, uh, Amanda Bourne. She's the, the student from Grand Valley. Oh, yes. um, she went to Ottawa County's mm-hmm. uh, Board of Commissioners oh, meeting. Okay. She said it was packed. There were hours, hours of parents giving testimony that our children should not be in masks, that our children, uh, that... You know, the, the vaccines should not be mandated. I mean, I went to Kent County's uh, commissioner meeting. And you can see, um, this this is not a a sparse crowd. Um, I think Tom Norton um, took a better picture. M-Lives. Oh, there's one. There's one. I mean, that's that's not a small crowd. That's like it a was, rally. There, there was, uh, M-Live reported a thousand people there. Mm-hmm. A thousand people. Um so parents are speaking up. Yeah. They're just not getting the press coverage. They're just they don't have the power, um, and our our uh, our lawmakers are doing very little to give power back to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually segues right into amazing. Uh, amazing. We just I mean we talk about similar things and they just mm-hmm. all segue together. So, um, so I mean some of our legislators are doing some things. They're they're trying. Um, so. Grand Valley has cited uh, for their ability to. So I looked at their frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have pulled it up, uh, but I looked at their frequent frequently asked questions, mm-hmm. and uh, they they asked one of their questions was is it is it uh, constitutional to require mandates, mm-hmm. and they cited some uh, Supreme Court decision that. Uh, employers were allowed to mandate things like that. So, so number one, you know what? I'm going to pull it up because I think okay. we've got time. What what time is it? 7.33? Yeah. Uh, we might not have time. So I'm just going to go through and say it okay. real quick. So uh, basically they said uh, we are not uh, – if, if you're an employer, you're able to mandate these things. Uh, but it was a Supreme Court decision. It wasn't a law. Mm-hmm. Right? So – uh, a lawsuit was brought up. The court struck it down. They said, yes, employers can um, do this. Uh, 
But how is a university citing me as their employee? Right. I've given them thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Aren't they my employee? Yes. That's what I started to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. They work for you. Yeah. So here's uh, House Bill um, 4471. Um, the people, let's see. Yes, it's got, okay, representatives, Allure, Eisen, Rendon, Borton, Mackinson, Slaw, Maddock, Bizet, Riley. Okay, so all these all these people are the representatives that are, it's weird, I don't see Jim Lilly on there, yeah. um, who's our Ottawa County rep. I'm going to have to call him and be like, hey, uh, why aren't you sponsoring this? Um, but this is, this is all the way back from March 9th, so the, I don't I don't know when it was introduced. But this is what we've got going through right now. Um, Jim, you want to take this one and just uh, start, you know, line 15 and... uh, What, the whole thing? Let's see. Let's go with... Through B. Yeah, through B. Through B? Okay. I'll start at 14. Yeah. An employer shall not do any of the following. A... Discharge, fail, or refuse to hire or recruit or otherwise discriminate against a qualified individual with respect to employment, compensation, or a term, condition, or privilege of employment, or threaten to do any of these things because the individual has not received or declines to receive, for any reason, a specified vaccination. B. Require a qualified individual who has not received or declines to receive a specified vaccination to do either of the following. Wear a surgical face mask as a consequence of not receiving or declining to receive a specified vaccination and display on the qualified individual's person a mark that distinguishes the qualified individual from qualified individuals who have received or not declined to receive a specified vaccination. So... They are not allowed to force employees to either get a vaccination, right. and you can't give them a star of David. So uh, yeah. uh, you can't mark them. You can't uh-huh. draw them out. Uh, I am I am trying, like I said, I, I know I'm trying to get Senator Victory on to talk about the Senate bills going through. Senate bills 600 through 603, I believe, are all uh-huh. pertaining to schools with uh, funding. It, it looks like it's... Uh, Primary schools and uh, high schools and stuff like that is the language, but I'm hoping that'll apply to colleges as well. Um, the unfortunate thing is, is legislation takes so much longer yeah. than the, the college mandating something and mm-hmm. people just getting used to it. Right. So, um, I mean, obviously the founding fathers' intent. I can't imagine that it was that it was. Oh, someday our universities are going to be able to inject you with whatever they want. Yeah. I cannot yeah. see the founding fathers ever thinking um, that that was going to be acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you know some of our representatives here right, in Michigan yeah. are getting on board. Um, I would encourage all of our listeners, guys, call Jim Lilly, um, call Senator Victory, call whoever your legislator is. Uh, get on the horn with them. Tell them what you want. Tell them that you want these laws to go through. Um a, they, because they're not going to do anything with them. They're Republicans. They're, they're not actually going to do anything with them unless the people force them to. So Is that 4471? Yep, House Bill 4471. And 
uh, speaking of the Founding Fathers rolling over in their graves, um, my goodness. Oh, my. Uh, I forgot about this one. You forgot about this? <laughs> yeah, we're going to end the show with this one. We are going to end the show with this one because, I mean, it's it's so ridiculous. It's so insane. Parents must pay three or $30,441 for getting rid of... All right, sit down. If you're if you're on the audio only podcast, just sit down for a second. For getting rid of son's porn cash, yes, you read that right. Parents must pay thirty thousand dollars for getting rid of son's porn cash. And this is in Grand Haven too. This is in Grand Haven. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, Jim. Yes, it's ridiculous. Okay, so Grand Haven, you wanna you wanna read this one for us? You, you seem okay. excited about it now. Well, I mean, just <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. This is your town, and I moved out of there. You got to deal yeah. with this one. <laughs> And this guy is a few years younger than me. I, I was wondering if I knew this guy at some point. Yeah, I've heard the name working. Yeah. yeah. A, a judge ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay $30,441 to their son for getting rid of his pornographic collection. U.S. District Judge Paul Maloney, maybe Paul Baloney would be better. Paul Baloney, indeed. Yeah. Decision this week came, at, came eight months after David working... 43, won a lawsuit against his parents. He said they had no right to throw out his collection of films, magazines, and other items. Working had lived at the Grand Haven home for 10 months after a divorce before moving to Muncie, Indiana. The judge followed the value set by an expert, M. Live reported. Working's parents also must pay $14,500 to their son's attorney. After moving to Indiana, Working learned that his possessions were missing. Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all of this stuff, his dad said in an email. All right. I don't think we need to go any further. No. Number one, we've got <laughs> enough here to chew on. Yeah. But the, the biggest thing that jumps out to me, and I think it jumped out to you too, um, a judge followed the value set by an expert. That, that, that was what jumped out at me. I know. I, I heard your tone change <laughs> as you were reading that. What... Kind of experts yeah. <laughs> are we getting for pornography collections? What the hell is going on in Michigan? Like, where did M Live find this expert on pornography? All right. Yeah, they said the guy's name who who has had his stuff thrown out. Put the guy's name. I want to. Yeah, know I want to. Is this pornography who, expert? Yeah, that, yeah. That knows how much pornographic magazines from 1970 are worth. Or yeah. Whatever. You know, yeah. Who knows this? All right. The second big thing I want to I want to point out is that uh, this dude had thirty thousand dollars worth of porn. I am not surprised he got a divorce. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But even more than that. All right. So y- you cannot you cannot both love your wife and every single woman that's ever taken her clothes off for a magazine. Yeah. Like That's that's right. just not how a marriage works. Mm-hmm. So. Um, this this guy has no business, no business filing any of this. Um, but the final point I want to I want to drive home is that uh, it was in his parents' house. Who keeps their porn stash in their parents' house? I know, I know. It's just crazy. I mean, I agree with the father at the end. Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all that stuff. David Working, if you are ever listening to this, your dad did you a favor. Give him your money back. That is just ridiculous. My goodness. He would rather have his porn than his family. And he sued his own parents. 
you know, over the porn collection. Yeah. I mean, talk about an idol of the heart. An idol of the oh, yeah, for I mean, sure. Just that you were gonna you know, get. I mean, I, I would. I would assume you can't this. replace the. I mean, not that I'm encouraging it, but I mean, you can buy more porn. There's porn available. Yeah. You you can't get new parents. You can't, no. You, you know, or a new so, wife. Right. Yeah. So why would he be suing his parents because they got rid of his collection? I. I Jim, this whole thing is just a disaster. Jim, something has gone horribly wrong in the American experiment. Our founding fathers would not approve of this no, at all. No, um, they did not no. die and bleed and uh, get gangrene and right. suffer the privations of war, yeah. so that David Working could have thirty thousand dollars of porn at his parents' house. I, I don't think that's how our constitution or our country was set up. Well, on that. Uh, upbeat note <laughs> I think we're done yeah. I think we're done with the show for today that is that is the show That's enough internet for us today <laughs> that we, we've got to get off the internet guys thank you so much for joining the home split cast uh, don't keep your porn stash at your parents houses um, <laughs> don't burn the country down please guys yeah. can we keep the mandates to a minimum for the next week at least so we can figure out this vaccine mandate um, yes try, try and keep the country together uh, yeah, Holmes Flitacast, I'm Dan on Don. I'm Jim. And that's your show for the week. Oh yeah. That is insane. I can't believe it. Expert. I w- yeah, that, that's me.